What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Do Your Crap podcast. We have one of our favorite guests back on the show today, Brad Bizjack. For those of you that don't know him, he is the mindset coach that I've been working with one-on-one. I also hired him to work with my entire team for this entire year. And it has been literally life changing. So he's been on my show multiple times and every single time he's on like so much feedback, so much, so many nuggets. And so I asked him to come back on again, specifically to dive into something that I actually learned yesterday from him. And as a mentor and as a coach, I work with a lot of women who want something in their life and then feel frustrated about why they're not taking the actions or why not they're not doing the things because they know they want the thing. And they, they feel like this internal, just this struggle. And so I've always been like, I don't know how to help. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you this is mind-boggling why you're not doing the things that you say you want to do when you want these things and then he taught us something yesterday and I'm like mind blown this is why so for those of you that don't know who Brad is he is a mindset strategist he's the creator of the appreciation academy which is an entire course an entire mindset like walks you through implementing all of these things that he used to change his entire life. And we are just so lucky to have him. So Brad, before you dive into the meat of what we want to talk about, give our audience a little bit of your story, just so they kind of have a background of who you are, what you're all about, and then we can dive right in. Awesome. I can absolutely do that. First of all, what's up, Micah? Super excited to be back on your show and uh, just thank you, thank you so much for the privilege of allowing me to serve your audience and guys make sure you throw Micah some amazing love in some way because she's freaking awesome and just wants to benefit your lives and it's just so cool to see. So yeah, uh, I started out in an interesting place. I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I always, I started off my journey never feeling like I was really enough always craving validation. I had some really messed up money beliefs about how there was too much month at the end of the money, that money was hard to make. Once you had it, it would disappear. And if you didn't have a lot of it, you couldn't be happy. And I started off my journey, $92,000 in student debt. (gasps) Like that's where I was, $92,000 in student debt. And I just wanted to reverse it. I wanted to get out of debt, but if I'm being honest, what I really wanted was to be the breaking point of mediocrity in my family. I wanted to be that transition person that said, you know what, no more. And so I found online business and I went after it with everything I've got, but for some reason it wasn't working for me. I was trying everything. I was doing the right things. I was doing everything I was supposed to, but why wasn't it working for me? But it seemed to be working for everyone else. And I got stressed out about it. And I started to get in this like comparison state where I would see other people succeeding and I would take it to mean that it was my failure. 
And uh, it ended up leading to just feel these feelings on the couch. I'm not sure if you can relate to this, but feelings on the couch, feeling sorry for yourself, like you want your life to change, but your laptop staring at you, like begging you to change your life, but you just don't care, even though you care so much. Um, and I got pissed off at myself that I was in that state. And my mindset or my, my mentor at the time told me I needed a mindset coach. And I'm like, dude, I'm $92,000 in debt. There's no way. So uh, I was like, something felt right though. So I got myself a coach. I took that leap of faith. And on our very first call, she said something that changed my whole life. She told me, I was telling her how I was trying everything. I was doing all the work. I was fighting for it. I was trying to make it happen, but it's just not happening. What's going wrong? And she said, Brad, you're so attached to success that you're missing the whole point. You're under the impression that you shouldn't be where you are right now. You need to find a way to love where you're at because business success and money isn't going to make you happy. It's happiness and appreciation for your life that's going to lead to success. And I was resenting all that stuff. So changed my whole freaking life. I got a ticket to a mindset conference. Um, and the reason this story is so powerful is because in the months leading up to that conference, um, I got fired from my job. I got fired from my job and keep in mind, I have no savings, $92,000 in debt. Income is gone now, but luckily I already had tickets to a mindset conference that I had purchased. And um, I remember landing in San Diego and I went to the store to buy peanut butter and bread because I couldn't afford eating out at the time. And I checked my bank balance like I did a hundred times a day at that point. And I had overdrafted my account across the country. And so now I'm like, what do I do? And I kid you not, I walk into that conference that day tail between my legs. And the topic for that day was appreciation is the master skill to faster success. Learning to appreciate everything from your past, your present, and your future. Um, and that day I went through one of the greatest transformational experiences of my life. I changed my beliefs. I changed everything. Um, and from there, we were able to do so much in our business. We created a seven-figure business. I was able to uh, buy that ring for my wife. We have so many incredible things. We moved to the same city. It was just such a beautiful, beautiful blessing. And now we have a seven-month-old at the time of this recording, and I'll never have to miss a memory with her, all because of the lesson that I learned that appreciation is the skill to master success or to faster, master skill to faster success. And um, I just kind of learned that life is always happening for you and not to you. So even if there's an area of your life where you're trying so hard to break through and it's not happening, there's a lesson there. And my hope for you today is that maybe you see why and we can break through that together. So that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. I love it. I got goosebumps and I've heard your story multiple times. So that is so powerful. And I love that everything that you use to change your entire life is what you get to live and breathe and teach and empower and ignite other people's lives. And that's so freaking cool that you get to do that now every single day. It's pretty fun. It's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty big blessing. It's pretty amazing when you chase something that you know uh, just how you're meant to serve and you don't listen to all those negative voices that get in your head that hold you back. No doubt. Okay. So we're digging in. We're digging in. Brad, yesterday, well, last week, I guess, by the time they listened to this, we were chatting about values and rules and really, really digging into the things that people care about, the things that people live by, the thing, the things that people value versus the, the things that can also conflict that and also dictate our behaviors and our actions. So I want you to just give them a brief understanding of what that is and how they can identify those things in their life. And then we can hopefully more than anything, you guys, I want to just raise our awareness around this because for me, I was like, I could see it in so many different areas of my life and so many different areas of the lives of the, of the people that I mentor. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is what's happening. And most of us don't even understand it. Cause like Brad will talk about, this is the subconscious stuff. This is the stuff that is driving the bus and we don't even know why, or we don't even know, like we're, we're not in control of it. So Brad, let's dig in to the value situation so they can understand this part of it. Cool. I love it. So I'm so excited to talk about this. This is one of the most, um, I learned this stuff from Tony Robbins. I got to give credit where credit's due. This is where I, what I learned from him and it's transformed my whole life. And it's, it's helped me look at my life in a different way. But before I get into what values are, I have a question for our listeners. And that is, do you have a MacBook? 
<laughs> the reason I ask if you have a MacBook is because if you're like me, I have an iMac and a, and a MacBook. And every once in a while, there is a little notification that pops up in the top right. And it says, hey, hey, dude, updates are available. And you're like, what do you do? Nah. Restart later. <laughs> do it later. Not right now. <laughs> and then you do it again the next day. It shows up. Hey, dude, updates are available. And you don't do it, right? Nah, remind me tomorrow. And eventually what happens? The computer starts to slow. Yeah. And it's not a fun place to be. Well, this is how most human beings live. Most people have dinosaur software from when they were born, basing their beliefs, their feelings, and their values on what they saw modeled in front of them. And they've never really stopped to take a look at, does this serve me? Maybe it's time for a software update. And one of the ways we can update that software is through identifying what our values are. So please write this down if you're listening. There are two forces that control your entire life, your beliefs and your values. Those control your entire life. I learned that from Uncle Tony, beliefs and values. So values, we're going to keep the topic today on values. Then we're going to talk about the beliefs that make those values possible. So values are just the emotional states that you either, want to, you either want to move towards or move away from. That's all a value is, right? For example, love would be a towards value. Honesty would be a towards value. Compassion, success, freedom, fun, impact, contribution, appreciation, awe, like all these beautiful emotions, that would be an example of a towards value, something you want to move towards, an emotional state that you want more of in your life. And away from value is a feeling that you want to avoid, that you do almost anything to avoid. And let's some, some examples of that would be overwhelm, anxiety, depression, rejection, fear, frustration, you name it, loneliness, right? Those would be examples of away from values. Both are important because we want to strive towards one and we want to avoid the other. But have you ever taken a look at your life and asked yourself, what do I value? For most people, it's, they have never done it. And that's no judgment to you. Like, this isn't something that I just randomly knew. It's something that someone asked me one day. What's most important to you in life? And even more importantly, in what order is that most important to you? So if I were to ask you, listening to this right now, what emotional states are most important for you to feel? And what emotional states are most important for you to avoid? And when you take a look at your answers and pause this and actually write down your answers, what do you come up with? For some people, they'll have love, success, freedom, whatever it is, and write down five, six, seven values that are most important for you to feel and five, six, seven values that are most important for you to try to avoid. And our goal is to just see how we prioritize those. For example, do you value love more than success or do you value success more than love? How you answer that question will give you a very, very, very different life. For example, if someone, let, let's just use that example. If someone values love over success, Micah, what would that person, putting her on the spot, she has no idea I'm asking her this. <laughs> what would that person's life look like if they valued, let's say, love over success? It could look like more time with family, less time building whatever they're building to be successful in life. Beautiful, 100%, that's spot on. And if there's an opportunity for let's say work and let's say they get pre presented with an opportunity for a multi six figure or seven figure position across the, the world where it would be able to change their family's financial life forever. And they were given that opportunity but they'd have to be away for a year but they valued love over success, would they take that job? No. Nope, they would not take that job. But watch the flip side of it. If someone values success over love, then Micah, what might that person's life look like? They would do whatever they had to do, work long hours, work, 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 take that opportunity to be successful. They do whatever it takes to be successful and they might put their family on the back burner because of it. And when that opportunity for work across the country, across the world comes up, they'd take it they value success over love. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is because whatever is most important for you to feel and most important for you to avoid, the order and sequence of that matters. It matters. Let's do one more example. So you, and I'm going to go through a couple of examples. And the reason for that is because 
this topic can be easily complex, but if I give examples, people can get it way easier. Yeah, so totally. Let's use the example of security. If someone values security as a towards value that's really high on their list, but success further down the list, think about the consequences of someone in that situation. They value success. It's not that saying they don't value success. They want success, but they value security more. Micah, what would be the consequences of this? She, she's crushing it, by the way. I didn't <laughs> tell her I was going to put her on the side of this. So they value security more than success. They would be more likely to play it safe in life, maybe keep a stable, steady job over taking a risk that could lead to a ton of success for their future or something like that. percent, right? That's, that's spot on. And another way to look at it too is let's say this person values success. Let's say that they're close together. You value security and just under that you value success you might put yourself in a situation to try to grow a business or to try to create some sort of wealth uh, for yourself or create a life on your own terms. But if you value security above success, then the leap of faith required, putting yourself out there, potentially being judged, doing those activities that would build the business, you're likely gonna hold back from them because you value security and stability first. And you're likely not going to take a big leap of faith. You'd likely want to keep an extra or a side job just to make sure that you're gonna be fine. Just yeah. an example. But if it was flipped, if you valued success over security, a little bit different, right? I value um, success and security, but they're further down on my list. But for anyone that values them highly, if success is above security, that person's life is going to look like more risks. Yeah. It might be more calculated risks because they still value security. Let's take a look at a different example, though. Let's take a look at someone and I'm probably going to give you guys like five, six more examples so you can really see in your life how this pieces together. So think about someone that values adventure really highly. If someone values adventure, adventure really highly and they have success on their list, but success is lower. And the reason I come back to success is because everyone wants success, right? So if adventure is really high and success is lower, that person's life might look like they're kind of all over the place, right? They might just jump on every opportunity they can come up with. They're gonna be like, yeah, sign me up, right? They're gonna do whatever it is. There's no calculation behind it. And they might prioritize fun over the discipline required to build their dreams. Hypothetically, every person's different. But if it was flipped, if let's say hypothetically someone valued success over adventure, then someone would almost build a business so they can have a life of freedom. Just an example. Now watch this. What if you value adventure and security? Let's say that someone values adventure really highly and they, at the bottom of their list, they still value it, but at the bottom of their list of values is security. Would this person have a pretty close or very different life than someone that values security at the top of their list and adventure at the bottom? very different very different what would be the differences well the adventurous person would be way more likely to i mean go and do and take the opportunities to adventure even at the expense of that i don't know how do you explain this (laughs) (laughs) that's hard to explain i mean Versus the person who values security, they, they would probably do the calculated, like what, when I'm secure, when I'm taken care of, then I'll do the things Mm -hmm. versus like the other way around. Like I'll take the risk. I'll put it, I'll put it on the credit card. I'll go do the things for a time being because I value the adventure more. And then I'll take care of my stuff after the fact or something like that. Spot on, spot on, right? It's, it's, uh, it's amazing to see the differences in what someone's life's going to look like when they value one over the other. Adventure yeah. person's going to be all over the place wanting to do fun things. And there's nothing wrong with that. Any of these values are not wrong. Right. Order and sequence just dictates your life. And then someone with security hire is going to want to make sure and play it more safe. They want security. Now, what if these two people are married? What if these two people are married? Someone values adventure really highly. The other person values security really highly. Might there be some conflict? <laughs> sure, for sure. <laughs> Yes. Let me give you one more before I go into what we call values conflicts. 
Um, and these are kind of values conflicts, but I want to give some really good examples of values conflicts in a minute. And again, the reason so many examples is so you can see in your life, where might you be? What if someone, let's say someone in a relationship values love really highly over freedom. If they value love over freedom, think about that. If freedom or if love's at the top of the list, would this person be more willing to sacrifice some things to make sure their relationships are taken care of? Yes. They'd be willing to give up some of their freedom. But if those were closely put together where love was number one and freedom was number two, then this person would probably feel a pull in their heart that they're meant to be free, but almost feel like their relationship is holding them back. Even okay. though they value love so much, they feel like they can't express that freedom. So it causes conflict. What if it's the opposite way? What if it's freedom over love? If freedom is prioritized over love, then how is that person going to be in a relationship? If freedom is over love. <laughs> wild and free. They're wild and free and they're going to feel tied down. And it's not going to be yeah. fun. They're going to feel this deep inner calling for love in their life but they're gonna feel like if it means that I can't be free, I don't wanna be in the relationship. Yeah. So the order and sequence dictates everything. It dictates how your life is going to go. So in order to really understand values conflicts, I want you to really put together in your mind what you value moving towards, what you value moving away from, and just pause and ask, ask yourself, where might there be conflict in this? What might someone valuing those things experience in their life. And if you view it like an objective third party, you can point out the conflict really, really easily. So let's talk about an inner conflict. A values conflict is an inner conflict. If you, before I go into examples of this, if you've ever had a moment in your life where you're trying to go towards a dream and you want to take, let's say you take two steps forward, but it feels like you always take two or three steps back and you don't know why it's because of a values conflict. That's the reason you're about to understand why, especially in the world of success. If you want success really, really badly, but you don't allow yourself to be successful in about three minutes, you're going to find out why. So that's pretty cool. But there's this, this inner conflict that people face. And that's what we need to do. We need to resolve inner conflicts because if you ever had something in your life where one day out of nowhere, all of a sudden something became possible where you were like, it was like breakthrough city happened, population you. Right. And you were just like going after it before it felt like so hard to do. The reason is because your values lined up differently. Something changed in your life to line up your values differently. Something happened where you said, you know what? No more. I don't value that as much or I value this way more. And so values conflicts are things where you notice that you're not able to move. Let's use an example. We'll do a, a personal example and then we'll also do a, a business example. Taking a quick pause from the episode to make sure that all of my network marketing friends know about my Ignite Your Life course. I built this course for any network marketer who is ready to scale your business with more purpose, harmony, and flow. You don't have to sacrifice more in order to experience more success. And I am literally giving you an exact roadmap to scale your business and find more fulfillment and find more joy and be able to do it in a way that aligns with your values and with who you are. So if you are ready to make some serious breakthroughs in your business, we literally cover it all. We'll go through breaking through limiting beliefs, building your vision, creating daily rituals. We'll go through strategies and systems and building rock solid habits to make sure that you have everything in place to live your best life in all areas, not just in your business. We'll go through sales, recruiting, leadership, working smarter, not harder, building a true legacy business that not only blesses your life, but generations to come. So if this sounds like something that will help you take things to the next level, rise to that next level of success and fulfillment and joy, then make sure that you go to mygafolsomfit.com slash ignite your life to learn all about it and see if it's something that will bless your life. So think about it like this. If someone values love really, really, really highly, but they also value avoiding loneliness and that relationship isn't healthy. 
if that relationship isn't healthy and they value love a lot, but they also value avoiding loneliness, are they going to leave the relationship? No. no. They're going to stay in it because we'll do more. If you value love equally as much as you value avoiding loneliness, you will do more to avoid the painful emotion than go after the pleasurable emotion. Because if you think about it, like kind of big picture, everything you do is driven by your need to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. And you're biologically programmed to want to avoid pain because millions of years ago, you weren't worried about identifying your values. You weren't worried about going live on Instagram. You were worried about the saber toothed tiger hiding in the bushes that was gonna eat your baby. That's what you were worried about. We don't have the same threats, but we do have the same mind. And that mind is meant to keep you alive and make you survive. So it's always looking for what to protect you from or what could go wrong. Yeah. So think about it. Would you rather do more to save $50,000 or to prevent $50,000 from getting stolen from you? Prevent, prevent 50,000, yeah. Right. So if two people value, let's say, or someone values love just as much as they value avoiding loneliness, they're going to choose avoiding loneliness. Now, even if that relationship is healthy, right? Which with that value structure, it'd be hard for it to be healthy. But if someone values love highly and they also value avoiding loneliness and they're in a relationship with someone that's super loving, how might they act in that relationship? Any idea? Clingy and needy. (laughs) Clingy and needy, spot on, 100%. They might act clingy and needy, which would cause the relationship to end. That's an example of an inner conflict. But let's talk more about success. How many of you listening to this value success incredibly highly? Most people listening, I bet value success. But how many of you also value avoiding rejection? Probably most people listening. Probably most people listening. (laughs) (laughs) If you value success and you also value avoiding rejection, even though you want success so badly, you're gonna do more to avoid rejection. So let's say that you're building an online business, prospecting messages, doing those social media invites, whatever it is, even though you know you need to, and even though you want the big dream and you wanna create this amazing life, you will hold yourself back because you value avoiding rejection. And rejection is a whole other topic that I'm happy to talk about in another podcast if you want to. (laughs) rejection is a gift. It's a beautiful thing. And we need to revise this and rework it. Another thing is like, imagine that you value, let's say this was my example. Actually, if you value freedom, but you also value avoiding judgment, if you value freedom, but also value avoiding judgment, think about it. If you're the person that is like, you know what, I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to create a six figure business. I'm going to take a leap of faith and make it happen. How are most people going to think of you? They're going to think you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to think you're bananas, man. They're going to think you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And that's exactly what happened in my life. Everyone, including people very close to me, told me it was the stupidest decision I've ever made. Tons of people in my life. And I valued avoiding judgment. So I almost held back until I took a look at my values. Because I cared about people's opinions so much that I almost didn't take that leap. So there are values conflicts going between each other. And I want you to take a look at your values. A way to look at the order and sequence is to ask yourself for your towards values, what's more important for me to feel in life? This or this? And just go through and ask yourself and get them in an order. For the uh, away from values, what's most important for me to avoid having to feel? Get them in order and then ask yourself where might be the conflicts? But what's really interesting, what's even more interesting than values is what it takes for you to feel a certain value. Want me to go into that? Yeah, let's go. Well, before we go into that, I wanted wanted to ask you one thing. Sure. So say someone listening is that person. They're like, crap, he just explained me. I value success and I have big dreams, but I also really value avoiding rejection. How do you reframe that value or how do you break through that? Or how do you, like, what do they do in that situation? Great that you're aware of it. Now, how do you work through it? Great question. Fantastic. And that's like, <laughs> that. I'll give you a spark notes because perfect, perfect. Re- revamping this is something that like, that's literally what I do for a living is teach people how to revamp this. But if I could put it into a nutshell, it's two things. Number one, 
is understand the consequences if you don't change. Yeah. If, think about where your life is in five years from now, 10 years from now, if you keep that same value structure. If, have you ever seen a Christmas Carol? Ever mm -hmm. seen that movie? It's an yep. amazing movie, right? And there's a dude, his name's Scrooge. And Scrooge is, in the beginning of the movie, Scrooge is the nicest guy in the world, right? No. <laughs> no, he's kind of a butt, right? He's kind of a butt. Yeah. And, and he, the reason I'm telling you this, this is what I learned from Tony, this is how consequence is so important, is in the movie, something interesting happened. He went through a complete life transformation in one night. He went from the meanest guy in the world to the nicest guy in the world. What did he, what did he value when he was mean? He Money. valued success. Yeah. He valued success really, 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 really highly. What value might not have been on his list? Any ideas? Uh, love. Love. Mm -hmm. Love might not have been on his list, right? And that for that alone will hold someone back. That's a values conflict in your towards values, right? If you value success and you don't care about love, you're going to feel alone. And another thing that he might value is avoiding the feeling of, let's say, this is something we'll talk about more in a minute with rules, but let's say that he wants to avoid the feeling of a lack of security or insecurity, Yeah. right? He'll do whatever it takes to feel security, whatever it takes. Anyways, whole reason I bring this up is because he went through a complete transformation in one night where three neuroassociative conditioning specialists showed up at his house. <laughs> and those neuroassociative conditioning specialists were the ghosts of Christmas past, ghosts of Christmas present, and ghosts of Christmas future. And what did they do? They linked up so much unbearable pain to the way that he lived up until now, the way that he is living, and what his life will look like if he continues to live that way. And when you're boxing from the left, boxing from the right and boxing behind you and the walls are closing in, guess what? You have to move, you have to move forward. And it caused him to literally change his whole life. So if you are experiencing a values conflict right now, where you're like, you know what? I value success so highly, but I also am really, really afraid of rejection. What are the consequences of that? What does your life look like in three years from now? Do you wake up having the same bad day? Who do you hurt? Who in your life are you hurting or not providing for from having this value structure? And when you really get into the consequences with it, and this is what I teach my clients in Appreciation Academy, when you really get into the consequences of this, you'll change. You will start to ask yourself different questions that will move your life in a different direction. Another way is to tell yourself the truth. That's the second thing, consequences and truth. If you take a look at success and you want it really badly, but you also value avoiding rejection, well, chances are, if you're trying to avoid rejection, then you're telling yourself lies about rejection. You're telling yourself that rejection means that you are a failure or that there's something wrong with you or you are not worthy or you are not enough. Well, those are all lies. Clearly, logically, we know this, but when you tell yourself the truth, you realize, wow, rejection's the only way I can succeed. Rejection is my path to success. Rejection is a gift. Rejection means that I'm on the right track. The best marketers in the world are rejected most of the time. Mm -hmm. rejection is amazing. That's how I'll become successful. And all of a sudden you no longer value avoiding rejection and you only value moving towards success. So you move. That would be my advice to anyone in that situation. You either, you do both, you link consequences and you tell yourself the truth. I love it. So I, I know you mentioned earlier that we, we value avoiding pain more. So right now this person would be obviously valuing, um, avoiding rejection they they've linked pain to rejection that feeling of like oh that sucked again hearing another no like that was crappy i don't want to do it again they've they're sitting in that pain mm -hmm. verse versus what you just taught us is really diving into the pain of not overcoming their avoiding rejection situation and once you value that more and you have more pain linked to that Oh my gosh, this is huge. You guys, this is, this is huge. Okay. And I love that. That Micah, by the way, is exactly why people procrastinate. So think about this. If you've ever been challenged with procrastination where, you know, you need to take an action, but you don't take an action. The only reason is because you perceive that taking action would be more painful than doing nothing. That's the only yeah. reason. 
And once you flip it, you ask yourself the consequences of not taking action, then you're like, wow, better take action. Got to move. Yeah, same totally. reason. Same reason. I love it. Okay. This is big. All right. Let's do, let's dive into rules. Cause this is also a mind blower. <laughs> <laughs> rules is to me, even more exciting than values because one of my favorite quotes of all time is most people have a highway to pissed off and a dirt road to happiness. Right. I love that. And it's so true, by the way, think about totally. it. How easy is it for you, the listener to feel overwhelmed? right? How easy is it? For most people, super easy, right? No judgment. We all start off this way. We just got to update that MacBook. That's all we got to do. But how hard is it for you to feel love? How hard is it for you to feel appreciation? How hard is it for you to feel passion? How hard is it for you to feel success? Most people make it incredibly hard to hit their towards values and incredibly easy to hit their away from values. And so it just drives them freaking bananas. If you've ever felt like your life is out of control or you're always in a stressed out state, think about it like, I think we talked about this in a previous podcast, I'm not sure, but think about it like you have an emotional thermostat where you have a temperature set at let's say 60 degrees. First of all, if you set your temperature in your house to 60 degrees, you crazy. But, <laughs> but let's say it's set to 60 degrees. And let's say that it gets really cold outside, meaning it gets really negative. Things start to happen that are bad. Well, if that happens where it drops below 60, it raises back up and your emotions raise back up to that thermostat, wherever your emotional home temperature is set back to 60. But when things start getting really, really good, when things start going, wow, this is actually going awesome. Let me look for ways to mess it up. And yeah. we go back and cool ourselves back down. The AC kicks on. So what I mean by that, and the reason I bring this up is because every single person has an emotional home they go back to. Even if it's messy in their house, they still got to return home. And so it's time we do some home renovations. Some people have their emotional thermostat set to overwhelm and anxiety. Some people have their emotional thermostat set, uh, set to happiness, love, and appreciation. So I want you to ask yourself, what emotion do you tend to go to most often? Where do you tend to go when things go out of alignment with your expectations? Where do you tend to go when things go in alignment with your expectations? Where do you tend to live? Have you ever noticed that happy people tend to get happier and pissed off people tend to get more pissed off? Appreciative people tend to be grateful for everything and judgmental people seem to find a way to have something wrong with everything. There's a reason it's because their emotional thermostat is set at a certain place. And the reason that thermostat is set at a certain place is because of their rules, the rules they have on what it takes to meet a certain emotion. So your values are the emotional states that you value moving towards or value moving away from rules are the beliefs about what it takes to feel those things. So think about it like this. Let's use the example of, uh, let's use happiness. What does it take for you to feel happy? Well, how most people answer this question is, my spouse needs to show me love in the way that I receive it. My kids need to not bug me. My business needs to be growing. I need to have six pack abs. I need to have all the free time in the world and millions of dollars in the bank all at the same time. So it's incredibly challenging for them to feel happy. What about, let's use the example of, let's use the example of appreciation. Most people feel that way only if they feel appreciated by others or only if um, someone gives them a gift or only if their spouse does the dishes and all of these things. I want you to notice what I'm saying about these towards values. These are values that you want happiness and appreciation, right? From those, notice how they're making it incredibly hard for them to feel. And most of the things that are their rules for those values are outside of their control. They have no control if someone appreciates them or does the dishes. They don't control that. So it's a dirt road to happiness. It's incredibly hard to be happy, but watch this. Let's use the example of overwhelm. How, how does, what does it take for you to feel overwhelmed? And how most people answer that question is, toys need to be laying on the floor. My spouse needs to be at work. 
Um, anytime my business isn't growing, anytime I look at my to-do list or even make a to-do list, anytime someone sends me a message on social media because I don't know how to respond. And so all of these answers are so easy. It's so easy for you to feel overwhelmed. And it's almost like it causes us to resent the things that are our greatest gifts. If toys are all over the floor, that means you have kids that are growing. That's a gift. If you have, uh, let's say, a spouse that's working, congratulations, you have money in the bank. Some people don't, right? Like we need to start seeing them as gifts instead of challenges. That's one way to help reverse this. But just think about how easy is it for you to feel overwhelmed? And that's just one example. What about angry? What about anxiety, right? Anxiety. Anytime I have a conversation with someone new, well, to build a business, congratulations. Most of who you talk to is going to be someone new, right? Like that's prospecting 101. So my whole reason for bringing this up is that every single person values avoiding some emotions, but those emotions that they want to avoid, those emotions are very easy for them to feel. So their life feels out of control. And if their life feels out of control, then even though they value that um, avoiding that emotion, let's use overwhelm, for example. They want to avoid overwhelm, but they feel it all the time. That feels like chaos in the mind. It makes you feel like you have no control over your life because the rules you have set for overwhelm do not serve you. Where if you just rewrite your rules, all of a sudden overwhelm goes away like that. Or happiness. Let's use the opposite side. If you've ever wanted to be happy and it's never happening, but you value it highly, that's going to cause chaos in the mind because you value something incredibly highly, but you're not going to, you're not meeting it. You're not feeling it because of your rules. In fact, something that's even more interesting than this is that anytime you have a disagreement with someone, anytime that you feel like, you know, those people in your life where they kind of rub you the wrong way or those people in your life that drive you freaking nuts, <laughs> you're not actually mad at them. You're mad at their rules because their rules are not your rules. Their rules are their rules. And once you identify that everyone's rules are right in their own mind, you can start to have empathy and start to ask, ask yourself, what are their rules for what it takes to feel happy? Like how many of you guys have a parent that's told you that you don't call enough? Well, their rules for what it takes for you to be or for them to feel happy is that their kids call on a regular basis. Once you have happy, once you have empathy and understand that, you can see, okay, this is just a rules conflict. Maybe I can have some empathy and call them a little bit more. And it makes re resolutions to problems go away so much easier. So our goal is to rewrite this. And that's something we don't have time to talk about today. <laughs> but our goal is to rewrite this. And we want to make it really, really easy for someone to feel a towards value and very, very difficult for someone to feel an away from value. And the way to do that, just in spark notes, is with your towards values, you give yourself a menu of options. Let me use the example of my number one value, which is vitality. Anytime I eat a vegetable or anytime I exercise or anytime I look my wife in her eyes or anytime I go outside or anytime I message a client or anytime I think about my clients or anytime I remember all the people's lives that I've touched over the years, all of those are within my control and there's a ton of them that I can select. Makes it easy to feel a towards value. What about away from values? My number one moving away from value that I want to avoid at all costs is self-pity. Consistent, debilitating self-pity. So before it was easy to feel self-pity. Now it's only if I were to consistently believe the BS lie that my situation is harder and that I'm a victim in life instead of remembering the truth that my life is a gift and I deserve to cherish every moment. That's my rule for self-pity. That's why it's incredibly difficult for me to feel sorry for myself. Now, I am a human. Sometimes I do. Every human being does. But when I go and I look at my new rules, and this is something that I teach in my programs on how to do, every time I look at my new rules, I go, okay, cool. I'm out of alignment. I'm going to bounce back. Because in the process of this transformation, you are going to get out of alignment. You're a human. Every human will. When that happens, don't beat yourself up for being out of alignment. That just knocks yourself off course even more notice that you're out of alignment and get back on track. It's kind of like a plane taking off from New York to LA. It's off track 99% of the time.
because it notices that it's off track and it gets back on track instead of beating the crap out of itself, calling itself a crappy plane because it's off track. It just notices and gets back on track. So anyways, Ted talk over that's <laughs> no, this is awesome. Okay. This is so good. I want, I want to like break this down specifically around a few things. First, your health journey. This is what I've noticed. Someone wants to lose the weight. They want to be successful on their health journey, yet they only feel success when they hit that goal. So that means how long are these people going day after day after day, feeling unworthy, feeling less than feeling like a failure, feeling like it's not working, feeling like all of those negative emotions that we want to go away to away from because they've set the rule that success on their health journey is a number success on their health journey is perfection. Success on their health journey is 100%, whatever. Oh my gosh. Like this is why so many people are on the yo-yo train on and off feeling like nothing works for me. I can't do it. I'm not motivated. It's because we just need to rewrite our rules. What is, what does success mean? It means eating a vegetable. It means drinking your water. It means getting enough sleep. It means pushing play. It means showing up. Like there's so many different ways that we can identify success in every aspect, but specifically for our health journey. And when you continue to feel the good emotions, that is when you, it just becomes so much easier to show up every single day and it becomes your new norm. So Ooh. like, oh my gosh. And like in business specifically, how many people define success in business as making the sale, signing the coach, getting a new distributor, reaching a rank, hitting an income goal, and then every single day that you don't achieve one of those is what is no longer worth it is no longer success. You feel those negative emotions. I didn't do it today. I'm a failure. I got rejected. I, and you focus on, on all that crap. No wonder you don't want to show up the next day. But if you redefine your rules to success is showing up, success is taking the action. Success is being courageous. Success is making an impact, making a difference, sending an uplifting message when you rewrite your rule for what success is, you will show up the next day because you just had a win the day previous because you wrote the rule and you are the boss of your own freaking life. Like this is a game changer, you guys. Okay, wait, wait, but can we dive into motherhood for a second? Because how many moms feel like a failure every single day because your house isn't spick and span your kids got in an argument they didn't listen to you like you wanted them to like we've defined all of these rules i'm a good mom when my house is perfectly clean when all the laundry is done when my kids are getting along when there's no contention when we have six o'clock scripture and prayer we've like written all of these rules out and then no day ever goes like that ever let's be honest so you finish the day feeling like an epic mom failure once again. Whereas if we rewrote the rule to I'm a good mom, when my kids are fed, when I spend some one-on-one -on -one time with each of my children, when I get outside and jump on the tramp, like rewrite your rules and how much easier would it be to kind of quote unquote, check that box off and feel like an empowered woman in your decisions and in your choices and in the way you show up that day. And then you're going to just be so much more fulfilled in this most important calling of our life. Like, hello, every mother needs to spend some time rewriting our rules before we go on to the next day, <laughs> because that's going to change the game. <laughs> I love that. That's a fantastic idea. Right. <laughs> Woo. Wow. This is, this is huge. Yeah. Like huge. I think if people really take the time to sit with this, any challenge in their life, whether it's a relationship struggle, a marriage struggle, a uh, parenting struggle, success struggle, they just get easier because most people are like, most people feel, think about it like this. Have you ever been to the eye doctor? Yep. And <laughs> you go to the, <laughs> yep. And you go to the <laughs> eye doctor and it's, you sit there in front of the machine, you got the, the board with the, the black letters, right? And it's, it's like, 
one or two, mm-hmm. two or three, one or three, right? And you identify the prescription that works best for you. And that's what you're doing when you rewrite your rules. You're giving you yourself a clearer prescription through the lens of your life. But most people go through life without a prescription set of glasses. So when they look at that board, they look at their dreams, it seems cloudy, it seems fuzzy, it seems like they can't see anything. And it just feels like they're blind, even though they want it so bad, they know that success is somewhere on that board, but they just can't see it because their prescription for their life through these rules isn't serving them or they've never written themselves a prescription for their glasses. There's going through their life the way it is, and it keeps them stuck. And if they just were to get the right prescription glasses, then they'd be able to see everything differently. So it's not about that specific challenge in your life that needs to be changed. It's about the perception of what you're going through that needs to be changed and the success, the outcome will automatically work itself out. Yeah, I love it. This is major. This is like this is like the foundation of mom guilt. The reason you have mom guilt is because you've written this set of rules that you're living by that are not serving you in any, in any way, shape or form. So if we can just rewrite the rules, the mom guilt will go away because you're then living in accordance to those new rules. And you're going to be like, yeah, I'm the freaking best mom ever. I just fed my kid. I'm awesome. (laughs) They have eaten today. Like how much better are you going to feel? And that's obviously an extreme example. We feed our kids every day, but I mean, it just really is that simple though. Like rewriting and shifting the expectation of what a quote unquote good mom is. Mm -hmm. That's it. it. And when, you know, what's interesting about mom guilt. So I'm a dad, not a mom. (laughs) Uh, but I, I work with, I'd say a large percentage of women, my clientele are a large percentage of women. And I notice this all the time, mom guilt comes up and I, do we have time to go into like for two minutes on a topic called a crazy eight that I think can really serve people. For sure. So I'm going to teach you something called the perfection guilt loop. And this is something that I see anyone with mom guilt struggle with, or anyone that has a limiting behavior that gets in the way of their dreams like this is you'll see yourself in this it's called a crazy eight and basically what it means is it's like the infinity sign imagine the infinity sign on one side of that infinity sign is perfection on the other side is guilt most people try to be perfect by societal norms be the perfect mom always make sure my house is clean always make sure the dishes are done always make sure the kid is fed on time, always make sure this happens. They try to be perfect, 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 perfect in every way, shape or form, always have it together, no matter what. That is not possible to always have it together. And the human nervous system can only take so much self-punishment. That's beating the crap out of yourself. And the human nervous system can only take so much of it. So what typically happens? You interrupt it with a limiting behavior. That might be binge watching TV. That might be avoiding conversations. That might be uh, not talking to your spouse. That might be lashing out at your mother-in-law. That might be whatever it is. There's a limiting behavior that you have. Everyone does this that typically follows an area where you've tried to be perfect. For me in business, it was, I would try to be perfect. I would say, I would send this many invite messages on a certain day. I'm going to do 200 a day, trying to be perfect, 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 perfect. And I just Like that all the time was insane to me. So my body would, my, my nervous system was overloaded and I would interrupt it with binge eating microwave nachos, 11 PM on the couch, downing a bottle of wine, feeling sorry for myself with my laptop staring at me, begging me to change my life. Even, and even though I cared, I just didn't care. Mm -hmm. No, that's where I was. And so that was my limiting behavior. Everyone has one. Have you ever eaten a whole pizza and then gone to the gym afterwards to burn off the exact amount of calories in the pizza? Like that you're about to find out why. Everyone has a limiting behavior that interrupts perfection, but what follows that is guilt. Guilt is, I shouldn't have done that. I'm feeling like a lazy sack of potatoes today. I have to be perfect again. 
And then you get back into perfection. Oh my gosh, I put my kid, like the, maybe the limiting behavior was that you put your kid in front of the, your infant in front of the TV for like six hours straight for a week straight, right? Maybe that's the limiting behavior. No judgment, but maybe that's the behavior. And then you feel guilty about it. And so you try to be perfect again and doing all the mom things perfectly. And you last for a little bit and then it goes right back to a limiting behavior where you get overloaded, right back to guilt, right back to perfection. You try to be perfect in your, in your nutrition plan, doesn't happen because you're a human and maybe sometimes having ice cream and milk duds on a Sunday night is a good idea. And you just wanna enjoy a beer and a, a plate of nachos with your buddies, whatever it is. And you try to be perfect and then you realize you can't be, so you interrupt it with something feeling sorry for yourself and whatever the limiting behavior is. And then you go to the gym and burn the exact same amount of calories in that pizza or the exact same amount of calories in those milk duds, whatever it was. So this is called a crazy eight. And the way to interrupt that is what we've already talked about, which is telling yourself the truth. The truth is I'm human. The truth is that perfection isn't possible. The truth is that I'm already enough. Anytime you're trying to be perfect in your life, it's just because you want validation that you're enough. That's it. It means you want more sense of worth and worth equals self-love over time. That's what worth is. And the greatest way to love yourself is to celebrate yourself. Celebrate how you did feed your kid. Celebrate how you did do your best to make sure that the, and this is what I've got going on, the health insurance stuff is figured out, right? Do your best at whatever it was, like doing your best, celebrating yourself for that. And you'll notice that when you celebrate yourself, what you did accomplish, how you added value and the person that you are, the incredible woman that you are, when you celebrate those three things, your sense of worth goes up. Therefore, you're not worried that you're enough and therefore you no longer crave perfection. So you no longer have those limiting behaviors that you compensate when you feel guilty for. That's a crazy eight and it's solved through self-love. So anyways. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was a little bit longer than two minutes, but I wanted so to. So basically what Brad is saying is we all need to have a morning or nighttime routine around celebrating ourselves every single day. Like, and I love it. We, he, he did high performance coaching for my leaders and even on our one-on-ones, every single call, he's like, what are we celebrating today? What are we celebrating? What are you doing? Awesome. You love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every single time I'm like, gosh. I don't know. What am I celebrating? We're like, we're not creatures of looking for those things, looking for the good. We can name the flaws and we can name the, the bad things that we did left and right. Like those come to the forefront always. But if we create a habit around every single night, celebrating the wins, celebrating what you did. Awesome. Celebrating how you were a great mom that day, how you were a great influencer, whatever you are you, your sense of worth, it's just, it's just a matter of time. Like you will feel, you'll see those things more. You'll appreciate those, those things more. You'll do more of those things because you'll feel so good when you celebrate yourself for doing those things. And that will just be like a positive ripple that we can all implement and put in play. I love it. Spot on. High five. I love oh. it. High <laughs> five. <laughs> All right, Brad. So we got to wrap it up. 
I wish we could talk forever. I'll bring you on next month too, because I just love our chats, but um, let's tell them you've got a webinar coming up. How can they get more of your energy? How can they get more? Like they, like I, so many off, so often I get messages that are like, dude, that guy's energy is just like off the charts. And I'm like, I know you just need to hang out with him all the time. Cause it rubs off on you. So how can people rub your shoulders, not rub your shoulders, but you know, rub shoulders with you. What's that saying where they can be around you? Bump elbows, whatever it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, uh, you can uh, come to Chicago, hang out with me anytime. There you uh, go. That's an option. My wife and daughter and I frequent uh, the Wrigleyville area or an even more possible option is you should come to our masterclass that's coming up on Wednesday because it's going to be freaking awesome. It's called how to succeed faster without working more hours. Think about the values. Oh, I love that it. It's, it's a game changer. Think about the values that people have. They value success, but they also value freedom, right? And most people think that more success equals more struggle. Oh, and yeah. that is totally wrong. Like, have you ever like wanted to build a bigger team in your business or something? Or let's say you, let's say you're in network marketing, you want to build a bigger team and you believe that in order to do that, you need to focus even more time, even more attention than you ever have before. So you start to worry, am I going to have a life if I build a bigger team? That's a values conflict. So you yeah. hold yourself back from success. Right. So what I'm going to teach you is how to succeed so much faster without working more hours. One of the things that we're going to do, we're going to cover three big topics and then we're going to have a bunch of other little ones in there that will really serve you. The first secret that we're going to talk about is what I call appreciating the journey 101. And this is really how to 10x your level of success and feel fulfilled before you get there. Like, this is the sweet spot. It's where you strive for massive, massive, massive dreams, huge goals, and simultaneously appreciate and love where you're at and feel fulfilled before you get there. That's the first secret we're going to talk about in that program. The second thing we're going to talk about is what's called anti-perfection. We just talked about a perfection guilt loop, guys, right? Mom guilt, all those things. We're talking about anti-perfection. Really, that's how do we make the happiest, make our life the happiest, most prosperous, healthiest life possible without working more hours and feel like our efforts are already enough. Like how do we really love on ourselves to the point where we actually make that happen in our lives, where it's not just theory that you heard some guy with crazy energy talk about in a podcast one day, it actually comes to life. That's what we're gonna talk about in the second secret. And the third secret that we're gonna talk about in this program is called the magnetic success formula. And the magnetic success formula really shows you how high performers attract the money, attract more time, attract more support from those that they love faster than ever before, even if the situation you're facing seems insurmountable, even if it seems like, no, 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 my spouse just doesn't get it. Or even if you're $92,000 in debt like I was, I'm gonna show you how to attract that to your life so you can succeed faster than ever before without working more hours. You'll skyrocket your belief in possibility. You'll become driven by a compelling vision of the future and you're gonna release the limitations of your past. And it's gonna be awesome and totally free. It's totally free. It'll be about 60, 75 minutes and it's gonna be amazing, amazing content um, that will serve you. It's on May 5th on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time. Okay, May 5th coming up. And if you're listening to this afterwards, sorry. Um, but May 5th at 10 a.m. Central Time. Micah's got a, a link that she'll um, send you guys to enroll. But I think everyone listening needs to be there. It will be a game changer to show you how to succeed faster with more fulfillment than ever before without sacrificing more hours. Yes, you guys want to be there. For real, it's going to be so solid. I will post the link for you guys to get access in the show notes in the blog post. And I will also include it in the podcast email. If you haven't subscribed to my email list, you can do that at micafolsomfit.com forward slash subscribe. <laughs> I forgot what it was for a second forward slash subscribe. That will get you on my email list. Every single Monday, you'll get a reminder about the podcast episode. You'll also get a weekly email that's just value driven, giving you some nuggets, giving you some, um, just some inspiration, some tidbits, some, a little bit of mica energy in your inbox every single week. So go there and subscribe. I will post the webinar access link 
in that email as well. So hopefully you guys get access. Like he said, it's Wednesday, May 5th at 10 a.m. Central time. I will be there for sure because why wouldn't you take advantage of this energy? And the, and every single workshop, every single training, every single call that I've ever been on with Brad, no matter how far into my growth journey I am, I get so many, so many nuggets that are like, duh, how did I not understand this before? Or how did I not put two and two together? Or, oh my gosh, I was actually doing that. This is why I'm doing that. Or this is what it is. It's, there's just always so much value. So anytime you can take advantage of that, get on it, share it with your team, share it with your friends, anyone who you want to grow with you, little Finley babe. Um, and I will be there on, on, on the webinar with him as well. Not talking, just soaking it up. (laughs) So Brad, thank you again for hanging out. Thanks so much for giving so much value. This is stuff that you'll want to do the work. You guys, like he said, when he was like, pause it, list out your values, like actually do those things. Don't just listen to this and be like, Oh, that's cool. Do the work, push, pause, write out your values, push pause, write out the rules that you've set for yourself. Are they serving you rewrite them so that they are like, this is the stuff that continues to allow us to move our life forward. We don't just have to stay the same human in the same funk all the time. We are on this earth to grow, to progress, to evolve. And that's the beauty of it. We're either growing or we're dying. So This is our opportunity again this week to continue to grow, to continue to level up, to continue to do the things that will help us feel our best, feel in alignment with what we truly care about. And that's all the stuff we talked about today. So Brad, you're the bomb. Make sure you guys, if you want to share a favorite 15 second nugget, make sure you tag him at Brad Bizjack. And tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so we can see what resonated with you guys. We always love when you share and when you, I love getting messages from our listeners being like, this spoke to me. This is exactly what I needed to hear. This is what like blah, blah, blah. Cause there's so many times when I'll record and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to, I don't even know if I'm going to like broadcast this. Maybe we should just throw that one away. I don't know if that was valuable and I'll get a message. That's like, you spoke to me. That's exactly what I needed to hear. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, yes, it was worth it. So I always appreciate that from you guys. So we will wrap it up. It's been long, but it's been worth it. So thanks for hanging out with us, Brad. Thank you again. And you guys, we will see you back here in another week. See ya. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.